there, lovebirds. This is Atan. And Lindsay. We are two wedding professionals, each with a different area of expertise. Together, we have over 30 years of combined experience in the wedding industry. We're here to give you some of our best tips, tricks, wedding day hacks, and share our greatest successes and worst horror stories. We'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with. So grab something old. And something new. It's time to listen to your, your I, I Do, do crew. crew. Happy Wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 51 of Your I Do Crew. Today, Lindsay and I are talking to Chelsea Ziss. She and her husband own Ambient Effects, which is an event lighting company based out of Northwest Ohio, and they are this area's premier experts on wireless event uplighting. We're going to talk to Chelsea about all things that are involved in creating a lighting scheme for weddings. We got into a lot of territory that I didn't even know existed. Pin spots, color blends, projection mapping, all sorts of amazing things that can add special, unique touches to a special day. Let's listen in. No, so we're here talking about. Um, I mean, I don't want. I don't want to like put you in a corner. We're here to sure. talk about uplighting, but that's like. Sure, that's what I do now. No, that's what you do now. That's um, but, what we've been doing for the last seven or eight years now. Tell us about the real you. The real me. Um, okay, so I have actually been in weddings for about half my life. Tell us your name. My name is Chelsea Ziss. <laughs> Excellent. Formerly Chelsea Clarkson. A lot more people know me that way. Um, I've been married for seven years, but somehow everybody remembers me as Chelsea Clarkson. I don't know why, but it's a thing. Yeah. But now my name is Chelsea Ziss. Okay. Um, and yeah, I've been in weddings literally half my life. My first job as a 15-year-old was busing at a banquet hall. It was also um, the first time I experienced sexual harassment, so that was really fun. Ouch. Old men at the Elks Club. Ugh. Not super great. Yeah. No, not But super, I really liked the banquets. Yeah. Not surprising, but <laughs> Right? Yeah. I got into wedding planning when I was 19. I was really young, and I lied about my age a lot. Um, and I did that for seven years, um, eventually culminating me moving to Florida. Um, and I was a wedding planner down there for two sister restaurants owned by Rich Products Corporation, which is one of the biggest private uh, companies in the United States. They wanted to get into wedding catering. Hmm. And they basically hired me out of Toledo, sent me to Buffalo to do their corporate training, and then flew me down to the Florida Keys. And I did that for a while, and I just absolutely totally burnt out. It uh, was 14, 16-hour days on the beach with no power, no water. I mean, no garbage, nowhere to dump yeah. things. Mm. Uh, you can't even roll chairs on a chair cart across. Everything had to be carried. Um, but I got really buff, so that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, But I did that, and at that point, I knew I still wanted to be in weddings, and I didn't want to deal with food service anymore because mm. food on the beach is horrible. Yeah. So that's when we got into the lighting, specifically the wireless lighting, because down there, with mm. no power, we were always popping generators. Oh, yeah. So we got, we originally actually got into lighting up here before we moved, and we had a total of eight up lights at okay. that time. And we had to save and buy them one at a time because we were so poor, my husband and I, mm -hmm. then uh, fiance. And um, when we went to Florida, we realized wireless was where it was at. Mm -hmm. So in 2013, we moved back uh, because free babysitters, basically. Sure. And family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and we decided to, <laughs> to stay in weddings, basically. And okay. we started buying up lights. Um, it wasn't really on trend yet it, mm -hmm. it was kind of a new thing every bridal show we did we first had to explain what uplighting was 
Um, and then the fact that ours were completely wireless and wirelessly controlled was even more out there. Yeah. It's yeah. like people looked at us like we were aliens. Sure. <laughs> you know? Was it was it bigger in Florida than it was up here in the in the good old Midwest? I would say so. Um, mm. Just specifically where we were because there was not really any other options. The string lights actually take up a lot more power than um, just the smaller LED ones. So if you get big mm. incandescent oh. G30 oh. bulbs and you have... 120 feet of them, that's a lot of power. It will pop your generator, it'll kill your DJ yeah. um, power, it'll just kind of destroy everything. So if you can get LED stuff, or mm -hmm. what we did, which was battery, yeah. it makes a big difference. Well, plus you don't have the generator off in the side going yes. the whole yeah. time. Which that's always lovely. great for wedding ambiance. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. Um, so it usually... That's a good ambient out. effect. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I'm sorry. That's I was great. I was all day I've been like figuring out You're how like, I can how can I work that in possibly yeah I'm wonderful side note what an effect what's your business called ambient effects there we go it's too hard to spell so our website is actually ToledoUplighting.com oh that's smart okay smart smart thank yeah. you I am smart S M R T what yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even track though that those the string lights because those are still really popular yeah but yeah those are because those are like those thick filament ones too mm -hmm. and I can imagine yeah. that takes a ton of and now with the Edison bulbs being so popular, which are the long yeah. teardrop ones with the gigantic filament, you know, yeah. there's a reason those aren't actually in houses anymore. <laughs> it's like, it kills your power bill. It takes a, mm -hmm. it takes a lot of power. Some of them you can actually only string one or two strands together oh. um, before mm. it fries them. Like melts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's really important. You have to know that stuff, mm -hmm. especially with lighting. People always ask, what's your what's your power take? How much power do you need? How many, mm -hmm. you know, amps, watts? What, what do you need? And we can always go... We don't need anything. We're wireless. Yeah, and it makes a really big difference. Yeah, I bet. Well, because you have to, you'd have to be to be a traditional, I guess, hang the traditional style lights. You almost need to be an electrician to know. I mean, you yeah. know your amperage, your, your resistance, your yep. watts and ohms. And I'm just making words up now, but but then, no, you're right though. And we yeah. do actually have voltmeters and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, from when we did regular lighting. Uh, so originally, uplighting was big par cans, which were giant incandescent lights that you put gel covers over. Yeah. And they were so hot that they would burn people. It's, you know, yeah. theater lights. Yeah, like from the stage. suck when you ran into them. Yeah. yeah. I had that happen. And you Ooh. run into I them. I took one out once and I was like, <sighs> Yeah. They're easy to break. They yeah. burn your leg. They're yeah. dangerous around kids. Um, yeah. They take a lot of power. Mm -hmm. So the trend has been towards LED lights. Mm. Um, unfortunately, with the LED lights, it's still a bunch of black boxes with wires run all over the place. Yeah. So you look like you have little bombs sitting all over. <laughs> like. I mean, they're pretty. Yeah. When they're lit up. <laughs> when they're lit up. But yeah, but otherwise it's like why are there why are there so many wires? Because yeah. for them to connect and talk to each other, if you're not wireless, they have the, your power cable, first of all. So mm -hmm. you can either daisy chain them from light to light mm -hmm. or you can just plug them into the wall. And then you have to DMX them. Um, getting a little technical, a DMX cord is just an XLR microphone cord, but okay. um, shielded and twisted. Okay. So it doesn't have as much interference. Mm -hmm. And then you have to run those to every single light. Oh wow. So you this it's a lot of wiring, um, you know, yeah. just everywhere yeah. huge trip hazards if you're going across any doorways you got to tape it down mm -hmm. we went through so much gap tape before we went wireless and now everything we have we have cute little white boxes which tend to blend in with the halls and the venues mm -hmm. a little bit better yeah and they're completely wireless to the point where we basically walk around with an ipad incognito and can control all the colors um, we beat match and sync the lighting to the music, so it always kind of matches the mood of the party. Mm -hmm. uh, if an emergency happens, the power goes out, they all turn on white immediately. Oh. And we've had that happen a couple of times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, wow. You know, that's even, really cool. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's, 
it's kind of an amazing feature. It automatically? Yeah, so um, we have, a, the only power we ever need is our transmitter. It mm -hmm. actually has a battery backup and it pulls a very small amount of power. Mm -hmm. The only thing that is actually plugged into the power is the Apple router that connects to the to the iPad. Mm -hmm. So when the Apple router disconnects, the the standby light, which is inside our, our case, the actual transmitter part, mm -hmm. it auto goes to white if okay. it's not receiving signal from the uh, DMX yeah. and tech dongle, basically. Uh, so if it loses that secondary power, if the router and the end tech dongle don't get any power, it goes to white because that means, uh oh, something happened, something's wrong. Right. Yeah. White's a good neutral yeah. color, brightness of room. Yeah. So we get that. You know, we've had some fun parties where, you know, the sheriff has decided to shut down the party. We go to white. Oh. <laughs> if there's a tornado coming, yeah. we go to white. That's like, nice. Yeah. yeah. That's that cool. you have that like layer of. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and, that's uh, really yeah, cool. So the, uh, the fire, we've done some big warehouse parties with downtown 419. Mm -hmm. And the fire people love us, the you know the fire chief and everybody, because we are able to put in all the emergency lights that they want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We just stick a white light in a corner. Because yeah. can, they can be all addressed individually. They can be different colors. Mm -hmm. If you feel like looking like a carnival, we can make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> but having the white lights, especially in the stairways at this warehouse that had mm -hmm. basically no power... They had to bring in generators just to run like safety equipment, mm. DJ, that kind of stuff. So having that was a really big help for them because otherwise you literally wouldn't be able to see. It was an old, disgusting warehouse. Sure. It turned out really cool, but yeah. it's pretty gross. Cool. <laughs> so so you've been so since the beginning that you got out of planning, you've been doing uplighting. Yeah. Just and and just uplighting. And that's what that's what amazed me yeah. when I first met you is that the it seems really specific and i know that it's a it's kind of a big trend right now yeah um and it's it's amazing because it really transforms a space and oh, i go does. into these yeah. super bland halls i went to a, a wedding rehearsal the other day now, this this whole weekend was a blur and <laughs> it was a corporate it was set up for a corporate event because they didn't have it set up for the wedding yet mm -hmm. because they were having a some corporate training in there and it was like the blandest hall you have ever seen everything's grayish yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's not just beige it's yeah. grayish and just like you know super tacky things and like takeaways for this corporate training yep. and then i walk in for the wedding and it's like magical because yep. they have uplighting i'm like it's crazy how much that does mm -hmm. absolutely it's so bonkers and yeah so how do you think that uplighting is still on its way up no pun intended. <laughs> or do you think that it's it still has yet to reach its peak? Do you I mean do you think it's something that's not gonna go away? I think and and here's why I think is I think it's not going away. I think that more lighting is actually coming into play. Mm -hmm. So our specialty is uplighting, it's what we started with. Um, the next thing that we've added was pin spots, which are still really new in this area. We kind of keep track of like New York, Chicago, San Francisco, LA, the kind mm -hmm. of bigger cities to see what the next trends are. Yeah. Um, so uplighting is still on its <laughs> Everything way. Everything flows from the coast. Right? Yeah. Um, so, so really people are saying, oh, uplights are cool, but if we, what if we add this next layer of light? What if mm -hmm. we add this next mm -hmm. layer of light? And what it comes to, instead of it just being a random color on a wall and just kind of things just weirdly thrown out there, it all sort of comes together a little bit better in the same way, you know, the reason why award shows look amazing, why celebrity weddings look amazing, it's because they look at all these details. Mm -hmm. So when you have uplighting and pin spots and wash lights, it, it makes it look like it was planned that way instead of just something thrown up. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to say thrown up. 
I meant to say vomit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, a lot of times it can get really thrown together. A lot of times yeah. DJs will say, oh, yeah, we'll do uplighting. They have six scattered throughout the hall. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the minimum we bring is 30. Wow, really? Yep. And you can tell, I feel like, because that wedding we worked together, mm-hmm. it was just her color. She Tiffany blue was her mm-hmm. color. And it just, it transformed yes. that room. Mm-hmm. So From Grage. Yeah, from, from <laughs> that is, that is That's a Grage hall. It, it yeah. for sure It's the original Grage. It for sure is. Yeah. So the lighting, because I know that she had, <laughs> she had all these really dramatic centerpieces, mm-hmm. and you had the lighting. The pin on, spots on the, the centerpieces, yeah. So yeah, it was each table, oh. it was really dark in the hall, and the mm-hmm. centerpieces were illuminated, and it was... Amazing. So is that, are those hung from the ceiling? Like how does that? So ours are, yeah, they're hung from the ceiling. They can either go on to drop ceilings with scissor clips or are just fully magnetic. They're remote controlled. We can do them in different colors, but we always stick to white because when it comes to pin spots, you're usually highlighting something and you mm-hmm. don't want to change the color of what you're highlighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a really great way to make your centerpieces look amazing. Yeah. So it's really cool if you're trying to save money for your centerpiece. I know it seems counterintuitive to spend extra, but it you can just basically take a flat bowl with water, floating candles, and aquarium beads and make it look incredible by shining a light from above. Mm-hmm. It's I also see that. yeah, have, it's I it's have really seen cool. That centerpiece so many times. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I can see what you mean with the shining that light on there. It it adds a new dimension to it. Absolutely. That's uh-huh. so cool. I hadn't I hadn't realized that the the wedding lighting was so dynamic to, yes. to add those layers because it really reminds me of of being in like theater shows and things like that with the different layers of light and different colors and, and putting them together. I mean, do you, yeah. have, a, do you have a background in that at all? Yeah, um, my husband and I both do. He's actually better than me. I was always strictly chorus line, which is okay, <laughs> you know, because you have more fun in the chorus line. Sure. Um, but we were both, we both did theater in, in high school and uh, middle school a little bit. Um, and it's that same sort of thing. With a wedding, you're not just putting random decorations together. You have a theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's basically a set. Yeah. So you really want to light your set. You know, mm-hmm. I always think it's so funny with centerpieces. People spend 50, 100, 200, 300 bucks per centerpiece. And then at about, what, 8 o'clock, everybody turns their lights down. Nobody sees them. Yeah, right. that's a really yeah. good and point. And the centerpieces are gone. And yeah. so for 10 or $15 per centerpiece, you can have a beautiful white light shine shown on it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when grandma's sitting at the table, she can also see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah. you know, yeah. it creates this little pocket of light, but there mm-hmm. are people who just want to sit and chat, and it's really nice for them because uplighting by itself can be overwhelming, yeah. especially for yeah. people who are used to balloon arches. Mm-hmm. And you, you, know what I, you know what I mean? <laughs> if that's the kind of event they're, they're planning on coming to, and they go to this, you know, huge dramatic lighting, and it's, it's a really big change for somebody who's not used to it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a sanctuary for them to be able to just sit in a little pocket of light and see what they're doing and see their food mm-hmm. and, you know, really kind of chill out a little bit away from the main craziness. Yeah. That's what our, we deal in what we call layers of light. Mm-hmm. Cool. And by stacking those layers, we can make it, you know, it's not just a theme. It's like you said, it's a set. Yeah. We are lighting it for drama, really. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. Well, I think weddings are inherently theatrical in the way that it is a, you know, theater is is life taken to be larger than life. And mm-hmm. weddings are the same way in that 
know, we're creating this day that is a, uh, you know, we're elevating this experience for this couple, all of us as wedding vendors. Um, and like when I write out my ceremonies, I literally call it the ceremony script and I like, I put it together because mm-hmm. it's, these are yeah. the, I'm going to be talking for 25 minutes. You <laughs> bet I'm not going to have it all memorized. Right. Like that had four weddings. No, I'll just wing it. It'll yeah. be great. I had four weddings this weekend. They're, you know, you know, and folks right. don't care because I have a uh, classy little binder that has my tablet in there and I scroll through, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, so so it's so cool to think of it that way, and I hadn't considered how much that. And it very much is. We we actually get timelines from the the planner mm-hmm. or the DJ or whoever, and people are like, "You're lighting. Why do you need a timeline?" It's like we have lighting cues. We mm-hmm. do special mm-hmm. fades of special colors just for the first dance. We do different things for different events. We make sure we go back to the original color for the cake cutting. Um, so it's like it's really we run the lights while we're there. Mm-hmm. We have an on site lighting technician that makes sure that everything goes okay it's not just we don't just leave them there and walk away we're mm-hmm. actually there the whole time usually right alongside the dj to make sure that it it matches the mood of the party and that everything mm-hmm. is going well are you unique in that market in this area 100 percent. we're the okay. only people in the area who do only lighting okay um and there's a lot of other up lighting and that's great um because honestly there's what five thousand weddings in this little area. So the more people who offer uplighting, the more people who are going to know what it is and get it. So it yeah. actually works mm-hmm. out really well yeah. for us. Yeah. We didn't start getting a whole lot of business until yeah. other people started saying, hey, I have uplights too. Mm-hmm. Happened to work out that ours actually are, we, we actually work with the manufacturer directly to get the brightest, the most easily controlled and the longest lasting battery lights. So yeah. we're unique in that we specifically work in wireless. Mm-hmm. Nobody else has as many wireless lights as we do. I know some of the DJs have a few here and there, but mm-hmm. we have over a hundred. Yeah. Um, Holy cow. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We have about 60 pin spots right now and we're always adding. That's wow. so cool. So, you know, for us, we're all about drama. It's go big or go home. We don't yeah. bring a couple up lights and call it good. We light the entire hall, the architectural features, um, the entryway, anything that you want highlighted, we're going to take care of. Yeah, I mean, because if you have a big hall and there's like five lights, mm-hmm. it's going to look dorky. Yes. Yeah, that's that. I'm going to be so judgmental the next time I go to a wedding. <laughs> the next time I'm there. Well, I'm, I'm seldom at the reception. I usually just go to the ceremony. Sure. But oftentimes, like the space that I was in this past weekend, it was a uh, it was at a local hotel in their ballroom. This was the corporate mm-hmm. training place, uh, and then the uplighting did transform it, but I. I did note, I did track that it wasn't uh, all the way around. And one wall was notably not lit yeah. because that was the folding wall that they then unfolded to oh. to then create the big reception <laughs> yeah. space. So there was uh, up lighting. Like, Why is this? Up lighting on three walls yep. and, and not the last one. Yeah, the but, so I was going to ask, so do you ever do lighting cues during the ceremony? Like when they say, till death do us part, do you like, go red all of a sudden? Well, we don't do red. <laughs> red has a tendency to look like a murder mystery. Sure. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, cool. If that's what you want, go yeah. for it. Yeah. But it is, I mean, you have a theme. the red is red. It looks scary. Yeah. So um, what we usually have done, we we always joke around. We're really proud of our, our color white mm-hmm. because the white itself actually has five or six different colors at different levels. Mm. Yeah. It's a soft white that looks really good on skin and pops hair and teeth. So photographers usually really like the white because mm. it's not just what we refer to as hospital white, yeah. which is just straight, that bluish white that's kind of gross. Well, and yeah. with the uplighting too, you get the diffuse light, which photographers love because mm-hmm. the, the hard lighting is, is bad for shadows. That's the worst. It's so that's, the worst yeah. at some places. Oh, yeah. definitely. And that's one of the things we try to avoid, especially like 
overhead incandescent lights or fluorescent lights, which are just mm. horrible. Yeah. Um, so our white actually has tones of, we've got some ambers, we've got some pinks, we have a really little bit of UV. And the UV will actually just the tiniest bit pop your dress, your teeth, and your eyes, mm-hmm. which is, it's not really noticeable unless you mm-hmm. turn it off. Yeah. So it's just, it makes people's skin look amazing. So we usually start with something like that for the ceremony. Can you just do the UV? I mean, so when oh, we're talking yeah. UV, we're talking, that's a black light, right? Yeah, like we, our lights up. have UV in them, straight up UV. <laughs> we do glow parties. Oh Absolutely, we do. Okay. Actually, we're doing one uh, this weekend at Parkway Place. We offer it as um, an add-on. So we have your regular, beautiful, subtle, elegant uplighting, gentle fading. And then the last hour, if you decide to get crazy, mm-hmm. you know, you play some 90s R&B. We'll bring you a bunch of glow sticks and uh, turn all the lights to UV and point them right at you. And That's glow. super fun. It's a really cool, yeah. you know. I, I just realized really that cool. I haven't been living my best life. Because I haven't, <laughs> you want a glow party. <laughs> I want a glow party now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we have, we have UV bubbles. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. Was that what was going when we were at that yeah. shindig? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. It does not look flattering when it's it sputtered upon you, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it hey, didn't. That's all right. But it's learned, cool. We learned that the hard <laughs> we way. We can do it. Uh, but yeah, and then we also bring in with the glow party. We also will bring in our dance lighting, which consists of lasers and moving heads and mm. um, some really cool, funky sort of what we call our mini club lights. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want that little bit of extra when you're dancing. If you want mm-hmm. to get people dancing, you need to make it feel like a dancing environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how we do that as we bring those in. We also bring those to Barefoot at the Beach and our oh, other nice. um, parties we do. We do a lot of charity events. Yeah. That's really cool. So did you, I know you talked about like having the iPad a little mm-hmm. bit. Do you, if people, I know you, I've seen it before what it looks like because mm-hmm. you've shown it to me and you have like the different common colors. Can sure. you customize those then? Yeah, like, we super specific? almost always custom color mix. Cool. Um, you know, my big joke is you hear about coral a lot. Coral's yes. been really popular in the last couple oh, yeah. of years, mm-hmm. but everybody's coral is super different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes um, sense. So mm-hmm. we actually work with 13 channel lights. So we've got a bunch of color changing modes, but we have red, green, blue, amber, white, UV. Mm. Um, which is more colors for us to mix with, which gives us a better mix, but it makes it really easy for us to pinpoint exactly what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we will start on that color and fade it in. And we've done some special fades, where we, what we call candlelight fade, which is actually several different um, oranges and whites that are kind of um, cross-faded together to mm-hmm. make it look like a candle. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, but we do, we do very specific color matching. We don't just say, here, pick from these 32 colors and hope that one yeah. works. We, yeah. we go in <laughs> That's really nice. and use the colors to really maximum mm-hmm. cool. matching. Can you do that to like, can you, I guess, can you like take a pre-known color, like a Pantone color and program that in? Or do you have to kind of fine tune it with your little switches and dials, which I know are digital? Right? We can do that. We mm-hmm. rarely do, okay. um, except for some corporate stuff. People will give us our corporate things sure. and we can yeah. go from there. Our logo is Pantone 2057. Yeah. yeah. So okay. what we do is we look up that, we look up the um, corresponding hex codes and it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. all, you know, okay. at the end of the day, it's all just colors. The yeah. only yeah. thing with that is we can't do dark colors because it's, you know, light. it's light. It's light. <laughs> yeah. So we can't, we can't do dark stuff. <clears throat> you know, it's hard. We can't do it navy. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can okay. do a very bright, you know, like a, a rich toned blue, but we mm-hmm. can't go navy. Mm-hmm. Right. We Our black light is actually purple because it is UV light. It's right. ultra violet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, cool. you know, when I say, what's your colors? Mm-hmm. And they say black and silver. And we're like, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's a very good we, point. We do have a color that we call silver, um, which is actually more of a gray. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. cool because it actually has a little bit of green in it, which you don't expect. Ooh. Um, you can't okay. see the green because yeah. it's mixed with blue, but that's how we make it look more gray versus blue is we add yeah. in the green and the blue mm-hmm. with a lot of extra white. And it, it gives us more of that silvery color versus mm-hmm. the, the normal cool. soft white that we do. Yeah. I told you we have a lot of whites. I wasn't kidding. Yeah, no, I, I completely believe it. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Yeah. So do you find, um, so you said that some DJs do some uplighting, and is that mostly the, uh, I want to say competitor, because what you're doing is so unique, but do you ever find DJs stepping on your toes or, or vice versa? I have come across some DJs who are unhappy with the fact that we do uplighting, because for them... It's an upsell that they can add on. They okay. feel like they're not making that money. Mm-hmm. But what we do is so different than that. You know, most of the time they're bringing six or eight uplights mm-hmm. or they're renting them from somebody else and they're not making that much money anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So we actually try mm-hmm. to do to partner with DJs a lot and mm-hmm. we partner with halls because look, we're not trying to compete. All we do is mm-hmm. lighting. Yeah. So some DJs are ecstatic and there's a couple of them out there that are not happy with what we're doing. Okay, so I would say I would imagine that your the any toe stepping that would happen would be from halls or DJs, but those would also be your best collaborators. Yeah, it's, so it's it's a very weird schism for yeah, sure. Yeah, um, halls mostly love us because the mm-hmm. first thing they do is to go, oh, uplighting. You know, our power is really, and I'm like, you know, we don't need power. And as mm-hmm. soon as I say that, you're the best friend. Oh yeah, they. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I think there was one we did at um, the French Quarter in mm-hmm. Parisburg, and they were like, you know, our our power is really funky. We've got all these vendors in here that are going to be using it. We have a thousand people, so there's going to be cords. I said, well, we're wireless. We don't we don't use any cords. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be any power drawn. It's just lighting. And they were just absolutely blown away, flabbergasted. And mm-hmm. and now they recommend us a lot That's because yeah. they don't have to worry about us stealing all their power. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you get those great relationships and and it's great because when you get a power team of vendors together, you know, it's great for not only the vendors because you all know that you're working with other professionals, but the couple doesn't have to worry about anything mm-hmm. because yeah. you've got your dream team on your side. Yeah. And so that's really the benefit. Um, I worked with, Lindsay, I was texting you about uh, Cassandra, who mm-hmm. I worked with for the first time, and we're like, she's like, we're going to be best friends. Okay, cool. That's great. She's a wedding planner sure. at Hensville. Oh, very cool. Cassandra so. Claire. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, she did an amazing job mm-hmm. um, with uh, Stephen Kate's wedding, and we had a, really, a lot of fun yeah. doing that. But. We had, um, we've done a couple events at Hensville, not mm-hmm. not recently in the last year, mm-hmm. um, but we it was really cool when they were building it. We got to go through and do the tours yeah. And, yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a, that's a cool venue. We yeah. actually did a huge logo on their building because one of the things we do are monograms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we did, it was like, a, oh my gosh, it was like 18 foot high projected monogram. Wow. And if you look at it online, it just looks like it's painted on because mm-hmm. it was ended up being that bright. It was really, yeah. really cool. That is that's cool. Awesome. With just the Hensville logo. I've seen that go well, and I've seen that go not well. Yes. yes. So that's that's really interesting to me. So so can I ask you a little bit, because that's one that I'm curious sure. about. So the monogram, is that, how is that done? Is that like you actually physically do like a 3D well, print and then shine a light behind it? Or like a cut it out of construction paper? <laughs> That's it. You've got the secret. Industry uh, secrets. There, there is a couple of different ways, actually, mm-hmm. to do the monograms or logos. Um, we do either a st- static or dynamic monogram or logo. Mm-hmm. 
Um, one of the GoBo projectors we have is actually completely wireless, just like the rest of our lights. It's a less powerful one, but it does pretty well. Mm -hmm. And with that, uh, we can use either metal, glass, or 35 millimeter film. Some people will print them out on transparency paper, but it looks horrible, so we don't do it. Sure. Our most often <laughs> one is we send away for a 35 millimeter film as I put it together in Photoshop, mm -hmm. and we send it away and get it printed out, and we can put it in. Okay. Um, to do the dynamic ones, we actually use a, a projector that's hooked up to a computer. Okay. Uh, and I have a little bit of a background in graphic design and mm -hmm. same thing, video editing, After Effects, Premiere, yeah. that sort of thing. So we can make little animated things. Um, and we actually run a projector. We hang it right through it. We have a media player that's connected to it. And we can make it look really crisp, really sharp, mm -hmm. and really bright. And since it's connected to a laptop, we can do just about anything we want with it. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things that we offer, but have literally had no one ever take us up on it, we can do projection mapping. What's that? <laughs> what is that, Chelsea? What's projection mapping? So projection mapping is really cool. Um, I think we have a one on our Instagram maybe, or maybe it's on my personal Instagram, where we will take a cake or a car or a wall and we will map the projection to the object. Mm-hmm. So when we did a cake, we have we have a dummy cake, and it has four layers. Mm -hmm. So when we have it face on, that gives us eight different surfaces. So yeah. we project something else onto each one of the surfaces, and oh. it's animated. Oh, my gosh. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, and I love That's doing it because really cool. I'm super nerd, like just crazy nerdy. Sure. So it's really fun for us to do stuff like that, but yeah. that's still a little... So you have like Mario climbing different layers of the cake. Absolutely. Tinkerbell flying up it, leaves oh. falling down, snow piling up if it's a winter white. We can do all that stuff. People need to get on there. Um, but it yeah, is, right. it's, it's expensive, <laughs> unfortunately, because it takes a lot more time for us to yeah. do the programming sure. and stuff. I can see that. Well, if I ever get married again, we're going to have that. Shaboom. <laughs> it is really cool. I, I got to find the... Um, I'll, I'll try to post it on my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on our lighting Instagram versus my personal yeah. one. We've done it at Parkway Place a couple of times. It's cool. just a really cool... For that one, we just did different colors with them, fading and going into bursts and different mm -hmm. transitions, just to kind of show what we can do. Yeah. And um, you can dynamically do that to different... So if they don't have a square, four-layer cake, you could do a three-tier round or something like that. Yeah. I mean, we could do a car. We a could car. do part of a wall. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, we could do the front part of a stage or above the stage. It's, mm -hmm. it's really sky's the limit yeah. when it comes to that. And it's a really, really interesting thing. Um, some of the coolest iterations I've seen of projection mapping are actually advertising where it's projected onto a building. Mm -hmm. um, the most recent around here projection mapping that you might have seen is at the Toledo Zoo. They had a whole show on their, uh, what is that cafe called? That they have. Carnivore Cafe? Ca yeah, so they had that projected at the zoo and they did a whole little scene. That was projection mapping. Oh. We do it on a smaller scale, but it's the mm -hmm. same idea. Very cool. So you said you're going to post it on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so if our listeners want to check out that Instagram, what would that be? That would be at ambient underscore effects. Okay, and underscore the symbol, not the word, right? Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah, ambient underscore effects. Yeah. Cool. Or you can usually find us. Um, if you just search the hashtag uplighting or Toledo Weddings, we're usually on there somewhere and you'll mm -hmm. know it's us because we've got all the lights. Yeah. And your website address again was? ToledoUplighting.com. ToledoUplighting.com. Your Instagram tag is ambient underscore effects. Mm -hmm. And so how often, so so when couples want to book you or mm -hmm. when couples want to book um, uplighting or, or 
spot, pin spot, pin or, spots, yeah. or projection mapping or any of these amazing things you talked sure. about. So what should they first have in mind before they reach out and get in contact? First, we need to know, obviously, the date. We need to know the venue. Is that important? The, can you yeah. believe it? You yeah. know how many inquiries I get without dates, okay? They're like, oh. can you do our wedding? And we're like, yeah. maybe? I am, I am 100%. <laughs> I know. I got three today that were like, are you available for my date? I'm like, don't know. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so our contact form on our website, that's one of the only things that you have to put in yeah. is actually the date. Yeah. Um, and we need to know the venue because that gives us an idea of what we need to bring, what size you're, mm -hmm. you're having and everything <laughs> else. Grandpa's Field. Maybe you know what? Thing. We have done that. Really? One of my favorite events we've ever done was a 9 p.m. wedding at the Arboretum in Michigan. Okay. Yeah. There's no power there. There's no lights. There's no anything. And the wedding was at 9 p.m. in the fall. Mm -hmm. And we've got pictures of it on our website. We brought screens so that the, you know, couples would be up lit. And we pointed it. We had lights mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. And we were the only lighting. We were the only lighting, the only power. And we were able to do this really cool I mean, it was dark. It was yeah. totally dark, and there's no lights in the park. Yeah. So that was one of my favorite ones. So yeah, we've done. You want to get married in the middle of the field, in the middle of the night? We can do it. All right. Cool. Excellent. So yeah. so date, location, mm -hmm. and then... And then basically, you know, you need to tell us what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. If you're going for subtle and elegant, if you want drama, we can help you build some really cool ideas, but we kind of need to know where you're coming from first. Yeah. But that's really, those were the basics. Cool. Is there anything that you want to share with our listeners that we didn't already cover? Anything that I want to share that we didn't already cover? Like what? Give me some examples. <laughs> Put me on spot, man. I don't know. Um, so you talked about like you can do even like fields. Is there any place where you can't do uplighting? Mm. The main, the only thing that really will prevent us is if it's really bad weather outside. Okay. So mm. if it's if it's gonna pour. We can't do it. We can handle sprinkling. We have covers for the lights, but if it's yeah. gonna pour and be torrential, and you're not in some way covered, like a tent, it mm -hmm. we we can't really do it. So they're wireless, but not waterproof. Yes. Okay. We have we can do waterproof, but those ones are not wireless, so we need power. Interesting. I would I would feel like the ones that will be wireless would be self-contained and would therefore be waterproof. And yeah. Anything that you're plugging something into the wall, I yeah. would think, let's not get that wet. It's it's you just know, a weird, yeah. Broadly weird speaking. Thing. <laughs> I think it's because technically uh, batteries are extremely dangerous. Yeah. Okay. So it's actually worse for them to get wet. You know, with, if something electrical, if electrical cord gets wet, if you're touching it, you're screwed. Right. But no. otherwise, you know, it just pops. Yeah. Batteries explode. Yeah. So or it's 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 or, very yeah. it, it's a big difference in what happens. I think when the manufacturers make them, they look at the worst case scenario. Worst mm -hmm. case scenario, if nobody's touching a light when it's plugged in, it's just gonna pop the fuse because the yeah. lights all have fuses. Yeah. Um, if water touches the battery in a mm. wireless light, the battery will explode or spray acid everywhere, yeah. which is not fantastic. You can have a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So speaking of the batteries, how long do those last? Seven to eight hours usually. Okay. So so generally enough for a full day, full wedding. Yes. That. We are currently working with manufacturers right now. Um, they're working on a 12-hour battery for us. Oh, my gosh. And we'll be the... I mean, I think we're the only ones with as many wireless <laughs> lights as we have anyway, but we'll mm -hmm. definitely be the only ones with 12-hour batteries. Now, can you swap the... So if, say, this is just like they want to have an all-day thing and mm -hmm. it's all indoors, have you ever had to swap out lights for freshly charged ones? Or yeah, or we can batteries? just plug them in. They all can be plugged in. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 
right. array that because yes. that's actually how we charge them too. Is the oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the, what's, what's the easiest possible thing at time? Right. No. Hmm. Lug one of these. How let, me, big, let me think about that. So how big are they? So the the lights themselves. I want to say they're about ten by ten, and then maybe five or six inches deep, and okay. they have little legs. They're pretty small. Yeah, pretty small, pretty unobtrusive. Mm-hmm. And like, how much do they weigh? It's like when you're carrying in like a bunch of them. Oh my gosh, they're so heavy. Um, if you're carrying a lot, it's really heavy. They probably weigh five pounds each. Okay, all right. So um, getting your like cardio so, in. Yeah, it's it it's a struggle for me because we have bags sometimes that we carry them in. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle for me to carry more than five. Yeah. I would say. Not that I'm incredibly strong, but, <laughs> but you know, as an average Midwestern hefty gal, because I feel, I feel like Midwestern women are like, we're just a little more hearty. Not that you're like fat or anything, but you're just like, yeah, you need help moving a couch. I can do that. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> when I moved to Florida, everybody was 5'3", petite and blonde. I was like, hey guys, like for everything. <laughs> It was horrible. So now it's like I'm back amongst my people. We're all, you know, five, six, five, seven, five, eight. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel normal sized, yeah. but anywhere else in the country, I'm I like mean, a monster. Yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, the Midwest, we're all descended from those, uh, you know, German farming immigrants. Yeah. Uh, all, but yeah. elsewhere, that is not the case. It is very different. Yeah. We have to be built so we can milk as cows. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've carried, we usually end up carrying four or five at a time per mm-hmm. person. Um, we actually have rolling cases. That we can transport 10 at a time, but it takes two people to lift them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So what? Um, so what is like a standard setup time for you guys? How long does it take to Very, very small amount of time, 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Because you're just putting them in place and then you're like, bink, iPad go. You know, honestly, that's half the reason we did it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like running cords is horrible. It takes forever yeah. to tape yeah. it down. So with these, you just kind of set, set them down, turn mm-hmm. them on and walk away. Awesome. For I love sure. innovation through laziness. It's like the yes. best thing in the world. That's the best innovation. It is. Happy days. That was our interview with Chelsea. We hope you really enjoyed it. We had so much fun talking to her and learning about all of the amazing things that you can do with event lighting. Once again, thanks for joining us. We know that there are a lot of podcasts out there and we're so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Next week, we're going to bring you another wedding horror story. This one comes from Lindsay. It's about a wedding party that got a little overly celebratory before the night really began. So stay tuned to hear what happens when we don't allow whining on the bus. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on the Not Wedding Wire Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play, and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions, or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers! Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 International.